All right. Good Sunday, everybody. Yay. Yay. All right. So last time on Dungeons and Dragons, uh, having having uh, got Brad taken care of, uh, you all decided to go look at the job board to see what other opportunities awaited you uh, in New Haven. Uh, you saw a couple of wanted posters, uh, one for Dwight Muscles, one that are alive, uh, one for um, religious scholars looking to have you guys escort them to the Virtuous Car. Uh, one, you, look, you found the job posting for the uh, uh, caravan that you turned down already. Uh, you also saw a uh, mysterious posting uh, asking somebody to come take their strange doll off their hands and that they would pay you for the privilege. Uh, Despite uh, Amanda's interest in that, uh, somehow you did not end up going to take that haunted doll off of somebody's hands. Uh, <laughs> instead, you decided to investigate a job posting for the Night Spectre, a uh, burglar who's been breaking into homes in the Manor District, has people rattled. So uh, you went up and um, talked to uh, Jessica, Morningstar, Steel, and uh, got some more information about that. Uh, you walked around the um, Manor District uh, and met uh, one of the uh, previous victims who told you about a priceless uh, Chalukian uh, holy symbol that had been um, stolen from her, uh, which led you to inquire about the fences in town, uh, which led you to the Rusty Chalice. I talked to a guy named Ailes Bexel. Uh, while uh, making a scene at the Rusty Chalice, um, you're able to figure out that uh, Ailes Bexel indeed knows who uh, who the Night Spectre is. Uh, and while regrouping at a separate bar, uh, Ailes, Bexel, Ailes Bexel dropped in on you all. Uh, Feeling that the uh, encounter wasn't going well, uh, Brinley cast the Charm Person spell on Ailes. Ailes critically failed at it, uh, and and so was very, very extra friendly towards uh, Brinley, and basically told you uh, what house uh, said uh, said thief was in, uh, a halfling named Tamond, or gnome. Sorry, gnome. No, no. Was it Halfling? Halfling, yeah. Halfling, yeah, sir. did not make a very good note of that list. And Halfling named Tamond. Um, you alerted the authorities, uh, and um, the authorities let you know that even though you did get a confession out of Ailes, uh, it was under magical duress, so there's nothing they could do with it. Um, but they did uh, surround the house that Tamond was in. Uh, and then uh, they summoned you to the house. Uh, turns out that Tamond is a master illusionist, uh, and the house is pretty trapped. Uh, and one of the uh, one of the uh, sheriff's deputies uh, was worried about sending her people in. And you all seem like professional adventurers, so wouldn't you rather come in and do that? Uh, you did for an increased amount of gold, uh, and so here we are. My notes say halfling wizard single. Yes. 
So, uh, the sheriff offered you an additional, if I recall correctly, 200 gold on top of yep. the previous 500 gold uh, bounty. Uh, you went up to the front door and discovered that the front door wasn't a door. It was illusion and there was a wall behind it. Uh, so, uh, you are, there is this kind of large three-story manor, square-shaped, in the center of a nicely manicured lawn. Uh, there's a fence that goes around it, kind of half stone, half iron bars. Uh, the manor itself is surrounded by uh, uh, city watch folk, uh, and a lot of you are inside the fence. What do you do? Are there any balconies on the second floor? Uh, there is. How many feet off the floor are the balconies? Uh, ten feet. Oh, really? <laughs> How tall is 88? Six and a half feet. <clears throat> Want to give me a toss up onto a balcony? <laughs> I was going to fly as well, but I guess if oh. we can just climb, that'd be better. I can only yeah. fly 10 feet at a time. I mean, <clears throat> he's six feet tall. If I can jump, if he can give me a boost, then I'm sure I can make it onto the balcony. How heavy is 88? Um, 294 pounds. <laughs> can oh. Brindley and I lift 88? No. <laughs> No well, way. Brendley's a druid. Yeah. Once I'm, once I'm up there, I, can, I can tie a rope. Yes, mm -hmm. I can climb a rope. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool then. I just, you're, you're very large, 88. So, um, I will yeet the kobold. <laughs> <laughs> yeet! Yeet the kobold. <laughs> That's the way it is. So you're throwing him up in the balcony? <laughs> How much do you weigh? 32 pounds. <laughs> What's your strength, 88? Uh, 15. Oh. Okay. Uh, roll me an athletics check to check the cobalt up there. All right. Ooh, that's pretty good. Um, nice. Plus athletics, 20, not natural. So, um, you throw him up onto the balcony. I need, uh, I need you, uh, Gwen, to make me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Can I do an acrobatics check? Yeah, let's call it an acrobatics check. That's probably better. Ooh. Uh, 25. All right. Uh, you uh, get hog thrown up, and you go right through the floor of the balcony, which it doesn't actually exist. <laughs> oh, uh, no! <laughs> and you land but on the ground, but kind of in a roll, so you don't take any damage. And as you as you look up, now you can kind of see through the balcony floor. I give the uh, um, I give the watching watch people a, a little bit of a bow, and <laughs> one, one of them kind of dumbly just goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna then... put my left hand kind of on the wall of the manor, like push against it and like walk around. The yeah, that's what I was going to do. Mm -hmm. I'll go the opposite around. direction of you. Yeah. All right. Um, it doesn't take long for you to find something that has been concealed by illusion. 
feels suspiciously like a door frame. <laughs> Noise. Nice. There's a door. Whoever, whichever one of us found it is a door. It was you. It was you. Sorry. For okay. That. Can I find a knob? Yeah. I can't check for traps because it's invisible and I'm a druid. <laughs> Guys, I found a door. Should I just open it or like what are we going to do? Um, I mean, I can't check for traps, right? It's not a thing I do. I'm a freaking sorcerer. I can attempt so. to open it. Yeah, maybe the maybe the uh, the tank should open it. <laughs> okay, I show 88 about where the doorknob is. It looks like a perfectly blended in like piece of wall, like siding, but as you reach through, you feel like an elaborate door handle. Is it like I, a turny one or is it like a pushy one? Or is it one it's a turny one. Press the button in and pull it? Okay. I will attempt to turn the handle and open the door. Uh, the handle turns, you hear a click as the, uh, as the door, you know, as the door latch undoes itself and the door swings open towards us or into the house? Uh, into the house. So you, it just kind of <clears throat> swings in and you still see the wall there. Hmm. Well, I will I mean... stick my head in through the door. All right, uh, in front of you, you see an elaborately decorated parlor. Um, it's got a kind of <laughs> dusty candlesticks, cobwebs everywhere, uh, <clears throat> large leather wingback chairs, uh, bookshelves that appear to be made of mahogany, full of dusty leather tones. Kind, kind of like Matt's background, except without the rent in reality. At the, at the <laughs> uh, not too far off from that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do I know, like, illusion magic, it can't ever be solid, right? Not that you're aware of. Okay, well, I'm going to investigate the room, and the way I'm going to do that is by kicking everything. Just lightly, kicking everything with my boots. All right. So, well, first of all, we got to get to. So, right now, eighty-eight has his head in the door. Oh, okay. Well, I walk in as soon as eighty-eight does. I have a quick question. We talked about taking an arrest before this, but we didn't actually do that, right? Do we need one? No. Sorry. I just have two spells, but I was thinking. Right. Do you need so, a rest before we go in? Oh. Okay. No. So, eighty-eight, tell me what you're doing. I will step inside and gesture for everyone to follow. I will have my weapon at the ready. You step, you step aside. I step inside. Inside. And I step to the side. Uh, the rest of you come in? Yeah. yeah. Sure. How far? <laughs> Any more? I follow. I walk I into the room and start kicking shit. All right. Um, as you get maybe 10 feet in, uh, an apparition appears in front of you, this tall, eight-and-a-half-foot-tall, Grim Reaper-looking specter. Who dares enter the home of the Night Spector? Can I try to walk through it? Am I allowed? Am I frightened? Is there anything that's affecting me? No. Okay. I'm going to try to walk through it. All right, make me a dexterity save. <laughs> What's that? Not 20. All right, um, you take a step into the Night Spectre Square, and the floor beneath him is not there. Uh, uh, and you go to fall, but catch yourself. 
So you're prone at the edge of this illusionary floor. Can I cast a spell? Or do I need to roll initiative for that? Do what? What spell are you casting? Um, I'll go ahead and cast... You caught yourself. I did, but I can fly. So I want to cast uh, Firebolt Downwards. And as, before I cast it, I will uh, use a bonus action to fly back up and get out of the hole. Yeah, and I in want the to hole. See how... I thought I was hanging down inside of it. No, you like caught yourself on the edge of it. Okay. Like you're you're like on the floor, but you're you like essentially you fell onto the floor instead of in the hole. Oh, okay, okay. Well, never mind then. If I, if my feet aren't dangling, then I will no. will not be casting a spell. There's no need yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, uh, the apparition just says, Whoa, be careful. <laughs> um, hi. You went to the home of a master illusionist. Are you Timon? No. No, I am the Knight <laughs> Spector. Okay, because we heard that you weren't. <clears throat> and we came to say hi. Aren't you scared of a spectre? No. Oh. Sorry. No, we told us this was the house of an illusionist. <laughs> Perhaps that was a critical misstep on the night specter's part. <laughs> <laughs> we are not scared of a specter. We are looking for a halfling. Wow, uh, Gwyn's voice got up deep there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was mocking. I, I was... Uh, <laughs> Performing this for the for, for the illusion. He says, "Look, look, you, you're you're with the fuzz, your cops. What's going on here? This big booming specter. <clears throat> we heard he was single. <laughs> we did hear that. Yeah, Where'd but we you are hear that. But we are also here to take you into custody. Oh, um, from Axel. Ales. 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 Yeah. Brindley is a friend of Ales. Yes. Or yes, was for a limited friend. amount of time." What time is it? Ales, you say? Uh huh. Just gonna file that one away for later. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we could cut a deal. What kind of deal are you proposing? You tell the cops I'm not in here. And? And? I make it worth your while. Well, you're going to have to be a little more this is very vague. than worth your while. Look, how much do you want? All right, let's, let's just cut the brass tacks. <laughs> the specter says, check. seemingly frustrated with it. Let me check my alignment really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to double check. That's all. Will you promise not to be back. stealing from anyone in New Haven anymore? New Haven, yes, I can agree to that. Oh, really? That's nice. <laughs> I understand what just happened there. Oh, yeah. I do, too. That's why I put uh, it that way. It's too funny. I mean, we're not... We're here to mm. take you to the law. Yeah. I don't see a star on your vest. Oh, well, I guess you're not looking close enough. Why don't you come out and, and look at me for real instead of through your illusion? Why, why would I do wearing that? vests? You you talked over each other. What was that? Matt. I said, you. I do not believe any of us are wearing vests. <laughs> I'm not. 
Look, you can die in my house of terrors. <laughs> or I can pay you a fair amount of gold and we can pretend <clears throat> this didn't happen. Or you can take the normal out route, see that you're surrounded, come out and turn yourself in. <clears throat> that would surely be less trouble than us tearing up your pretty little house. I do not wish to dangle from the end of a rope. Well, they really you. hang you? People. You didn't kill anybody. Is the, okay, world question, is the punishment for theft hanging? No. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, I'm just a robber. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that doesn't encourage me to make a deal with you at all. So yeah. it sucks to be you, bub. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to retain the a little bit now. <laughs> <clears throat> and there's always a, a reasonable chance that I mean, you give yourself up, you go to jail, you could possibly escape. It's certainly not outside of the realm of reason, but we're not going to help you. He says, it's too late. I've already escaped while my illusion kept you distracted. Oh, you did that. I, I no, totally did. That? No, you did it. I did. No, you did it. <laughs> It, it, what, what are the exits out of this room? Is there like doors? A there's like uh, there's a door you came in. There's a stairwell that goes up. Uh, there's a doorway that goes into another room. Can I insight check him on his I'm escape? I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to go over to the stairway and like probe nice. it with the tip of my my weapon to see if the steps are real before I step up them. Uh, roll me a dexterity save, man. I got 18 Ooh, for my insight. Oh boy. No, he's, he's clearly lying. <laughs> is, that, is that a six or a nine? So I thought my officer he was laughing because I'm like, no, it's definitely got and stop arguing with it. <laughs> That's a nine. Uh, dexterity save, nine. All oh, right. No. Uh, you guys look over, 88's walking towards the stairs, and as he gets like five feet in front of them, he just falls and disappears. Uh, Andy, oh, you uh, fall through the floor, and there is a giant spike just pointing up towards the that you're falling towards, uh, and you take uh, eight points of piercing damage. Oh God, that because oh, it just worse. kind of like as you just sort of ah, you kind of turn and just it's you know grazes you. Here, clunk, clunk. That's not clunk. a graze. That's a quarter of my hit points. Yeah. <laughs> All right, oh, as it, it as it pierces your arm. There we go. 88? 88, are you okay? I've taken some damage. <laughs> uh, how far work? did I fall? <laughs> uh, you fell like like eight feet. Oh, that far. Yeah. I'm going to take my staff um, and then... You're, you're like... in some sort of basement. Um, and you actually see like some other spikes here and there, uh, along with a couple skeletons. I'm gonna take my staff and kind of use it to like hit the floor in front of me to make sure there's floor mm. in front of me as I go over. And when I find like where he disappeared, I'm gonna try to like stick my head through and see how he is. Yeah, you look down through the illusion and you see the big spike pointing up and 88 with like a damaged arm kind of looking around. Uh, do, you, do you need I, help? I think I am okay for now. I need to find a way to reach you again. Is there an exit from the basement? None that you can see. Um, can I look down and use Mind Link 
to set up a connection with 88. Sure. Um, it doesn't say on mind length if I have to maintain sight. Do you want to make a ruling on that? When I telepath people, I always had to be able to see them. Um, the creature has to see you to talk back to you, uh, but you can talk to them, it looks like, without seeing them. Okay, well, never mind then. That's not going to work. <clears throat> I'll, I think I'll, I'll do the little tappity-tappity thing. Um, <clears throat> and tap around the hole to the stairs and I'm assuming there's like a banister and newels and, and all that going up. Mm -hmm. So I will tie a rope to that and I will let it down to 88. Okay. And I will yell rope coming down before I throw it through the illusion. Because we can we see, we can't see through that, through the floor right without sticking our head down there. Correct. Okay. Well, then I will tell him about the rope that's coming but so I don't startle him. I will climb out of the basement. Is there anything interesting down there? Some more spikes and skeletons. Skeletons? Yes. Presumably so from other intruders into the house. Uh, that's unpleasant. How do we get rid of illusions, folks? <laughs> we don't have that ability yet. No. <laughs> the higher level. Yeah, be stronger. <laughs> when um, 88 comes out, I'm going to use uh, my healing powers to give him uh, four points of healing. Oh, thank you, Brindley. You're welcome. So do you climb out of the hole? I climb out of the hole. Right. So you're all still in this parlor uh, at the foot of the stairs. What do you do? Um, I have a question. Do illusions typically require um, concentration? Uh, you would gather that um, these must not because there's too many of them oh, going okay. on at once. Okay. Uh, uh, Knight, Spectre, are you upstairs or downstairs? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that because I am gone. Away, away. Do you, do you think we should go down into the basement and topple over all of the spikes? That way, we, if we fall through another out. hole, oh. we don't fall on them? Or we can just I, I think that might take a little hole. more time than we have. I think we got to get I mean, this guy before he really now. does escape. I think he's treed. I think he's cornered. He says, what's that? It's the sound of horses that I'm near, away from here. And you just hear a kind of, oh, <laughs> oh, that's very convincing. Yeah. Very convincing. 88, how did the, did the spikes look firmly affixed to the ground, or were they just kind of there? I they read were, this question to the dungeon master. They were, they were like, screwed in. They were screwed into the floor. I say we continue upwards. 
I yeah. do too. Okay. Can we see through the illusion a little bit above this this hole now, like we could the balcony, or is it still completely? Um, the one you fell through, it, you can just kind of get the hint that it's not solid. Yeah. Having poke. Do you want me to go first so I can use my staff to poke at the floor in front of us? Sure. Hey, that's probably a good idea. And I'll, I can also throw some ball bearings if needed. <laughs> like one at a time. Not, I'm not talking about all of them. Uh, roll me a uh, perception check with advantage, um, friendly. Nice. 24. Good thing that was a bad second. So as you're climbing the stairs, you actually find several like hidden nails that are sticking up. Ugh. Oh, dang. Uh. Be careful where you stop because there's nails and they'll go right through your feet. That's really gross. Um, and as you reach down to feel one, they feel very rusty. Oh, oh. God. Someone's going to get tetanus. <laughs> right? Hope you're all up on your shot. Does right, anyone so, have, like, a hammer? I do. I have a war hammer. I can point them out to you. Can you, like, knock them down? Yeah, so I kick them over and... Tap, 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 tap. Hammer him down a little bit. He says, um, the knight's back there from down where he is in the parlor just says, I hear hammering back at the house. Um, barely, it's so far. Uh, what are you doing up there? We don't believe you. Just some home maintenance. Kind of let things go. That's true. Yes, squatters these days. Mm -hmm. All right, so you oh, get to the pride. top of the stairs, and there's a balcony overlooking the parlor floor. Uh, and behind it, you see three doors. Um, you want to tap out this uh, this little landing, like, completely to make sure there's no holes here? Right. You, you tap it out, you don't find any holes or nails. Oh, I will say... go to the closest door and make sure that it is actually there. It is. It is a door. You feel a door handle and everything. I will I do the same with the second door. It, you feel the handle. It is there. Hmm. I'll do the I will open door. the door to the first room. <clears throat> Alright, you open it up and it's a small closet. Uh, and there is a goat standing there. And it's kind of like, so he goes, ah! I attack the goat. <laughs> with, what, what, with what weapon? With my uh, double-bladed scimitar. You uh, draw your sword and bring it down on the goat, and it goes straight through the goat. And the goat just goes, Oh, it's not dead. It's I attacked an the illusion goat. goat. It's an okay. illusion goat, yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and open my door. Uh, you open your door, and there's a small closet with a goat in it. Do I know what just happened to 88? Oh, 88. Did you, did you share that with the group? There was a, there is an illusionary goat in this closet. I kick the goat. Your foot goes through it. Okay. This one too. I will poke the walls of the closet to see if they are fake. Um, they are, in fact, fake. <laughs> I walk further. I walk through the closet wall. All right. Uh, so you've got the wall, the wall straight across from you, the wall on the left or the wall on the right? 
the wall directly ahead of me. Okay. Uh, you walk through it, uh, and you see that you're in this grand ballroom. I believe I have found a ballroom, which um, would be strange to have on the second floor. Is it that? Is it? Well, I don't know. I just always assumed they were on the first floor. I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's just your own personal opinion. <laughs> every, ballroom, every ballroom I've ever been to in my life has been on the second floor of something. <laughs> How many ballrooms have you been to? <laughs> like, two, like two or three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, that's a weird piece of knowledge to have. Yeah. And you said um, they have ballrooms on the second floor, though. There are ones on the first floor as well. I'm sorry we got on this topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's go back to playing D&D. &D. Uh, yeah. We are playing D&D. &D. Is it a phantom ballroom? Uh, I'm gonna what do the rest of you Gwen... do? I was I'm waiting ask... for Gwen to open the third door. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do want to try the third door. All right. Uh, you open it up and you look outside. You see it just opens up to the outside. I will tap on the open air to see if there's actually... Uh, it is also fake. Yeah. <laughs> I will take the, uh, the the leap of faith and step forward. All right. You go out into a ballroom. All right. Do I see him emerge? Yeah, it's actually interesting because it looks like he just steps out of nowhere. Because uh, where you came through, like... <clears throat> It's weird, yeah. So very much like the the space that those fake closets are in. Uh, from your from your perspective, it just looks like ballroom all the way to the wall, and then suddenly he just kind of appears out of nowhere. See, it's ballroom Hello. all the way down. Hello, eighty-eight. Everyone, it's a ballroom. Come on in. Well, I'll kind of tap my way cautiously forward because I don't want to fall next to another hole, and I'll go try to go straight as well. I mean, touch all walls. Are they all fake too? In the closet you're in? Yeah, the middle yeah. one. Yeah. <clears throat> Can I stick my head through, but not the rest of my body? Yeah. Okay. And the rest of you see like a hand kind of like appearing in the middle of nowhere and disappearing. <laughs> it almost looks like a bad virtual background on a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I stick my head through and I see the ballroom. Mm -hmm. Okay, can I go through the left side? So you're in the other closet. I mean, oh, they're between closets. So all three of the closets are next to each other. Ah, uh, okay. Well, then I'm going to the ballroom. Come on, Brindley. All right. I follow her in. Uh, as, as Brindley and Nithis make it in, the specter appears in the ballroom and says, all right, I've got a confession. I, I, I have tricked you. I have not left. <laughs> you did not trick us. <laughs> you lied to us. Which is not nice. You did lie. He says, all right, no lies. He says, how much do you want? Just leave. We would like everything that you have stolen, so we might return it to its rightful owners. Well, I don't have any of that stuff anymore. <laughs> then we're then we would like you to come with us and serve your sentence. Oh, you guys are the worst. Yeah. I mean, I guess from your perspective, we would be. He says, good luck making it through the ballroom. And then the specter disappears. 
Is there an exit to the ballroom somewhere? Uh, so you, uh, so the large kind of uh, square room, uh, you're at, let's call it the south end. Uh, there's some windows on the east wall, some windows on the no north wall, and on the west wall, there is a, it looks to be a doorway. From what we know of the exterior of the house, is this matching up at all with the exterior yeah, dimensions? Yeah, you, yeah, that, that seems that seems right. Okay. You're in a corner so of the second floor. Do we think the north wall and the east wall then are actual, well, they're probably illusory windows, but they do match up with those corners of the house? Mm -hmm. Okay. I tap Can it I feel ahead of me and throw them in the windows and try to look out and see if it looks like we all outside? Yeah, you look out and it, there's just, uh, you see the, the fence and the city watch kind of surrounding it, anxiously waiting. I'm gonna try to wave at one phone. Um, they don't seem to notice you. I'm gonna knock on the window and try to wave again. <laughs> you, when you knock on the window, somebody kind of looks in your direction, but they don't seem to notice you're waving. I don't think they can see us. I will open one of the windows and stick my head out mm -hmm. and say, still working on it. He's got to be in here. So, you know, just make sure he doesn't escape. Uh, one of the guards gives you a thumbs up. And I Bailey, would you like what? to feel, would what? you like to make a path for us towards the doors? Yeah, I'll run a sticker away to the other side. Uh, as you get about halfway across, the uh, spectator, the spectator, the specter, who's also a spectator, uh, just says, oh, no, don't step there. Does it seem solid? Yeah. I'm going to ignore him. He says, okay, you did. I see you. I see you're just ignoring me now. Well, you keep lying. Why would we pay attention if you're just lying? You've made yourself very untrustworthy in this conversation so far. He says, I'm untrustworthy. You broke into my house. Who does that? That's the thief. Oh. This is not your house. You are yeah. just living here. Well, possession's nine tenths of the law. It no. is not. He says, What are you, the possession police? <clears throat> yes. No, just working with the regular police who say you're not supposed <laughs> to be here. <sighs> <laughs> Can I describe? Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> can I can I describe something and see if you think it would would work? Sure. Um, so I have a I have a paladin spell called Compel Duel, and it says well it says one creature that I can see, but would the would the um, <clears throat> the spectre count as a, a conduit to the to the illusionist? No. Nice, nice try, but no. Yeah. All right. Does so get us across the ballroom? Yeah, floor? you make your way over to the door on the side of the ballroom. Uh, nice. And uh, you just as you're getting closer to it, you just says, "Colder, you're getting colder." You're getting warmer. <laughs> warmer and warmer. <laughs> So we're at a door. Can I make my way out of the ballroom? 
All right, so you open the door uh, and you see um, a stairwell to your left that goes up uh, and a couple more doors in front of you. I'm going to poke each of them with my staff. Yeah, they're all, they're all real. Hmm. I will open the first door. I'll take the second. All right, uh, you open the first door and you see what looks to be like uh, kind of like a, a large bathroom with like a big tub uh, and um, like a, a basin with some water in it uh, that is pretty stale. Ross. I kick the tub. It's, you foot clanks off of it. I check under the cabinet. Uh, you find uh, a collection of pomades and soaps and <laughs> essential oils. I look in the hamper. Uh, there is no hamper in this one. <laughs> Their medicine cabinet? No. <laughs> what about the back of the toilet? I don't think a halfling could fit in the back of a toilet. It's a good hiding place, though. <laughs> uh, it's also a toilet, more of a pot that's like concealed <laughs> under. Uh... Yeah, you don't want to touch that. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess I'll open the other door. What's in? Oh, I thought Gwen was opening the other door. Oh. Yeah. Uh, when you open up the other door uh, and you see just kind of a large, uh, it looks like maybe like a, like a fainting room. Like there's like a couch and like looks like places for like people to gather and get a rest from their dancing. I will, I will tap it out using my rapier. Mm -hmm. All right. Just kind of make sure everything's real. Everything seems Could to be real. Could make himself look like a sofa? I will kick <laughs> you, the sofa does not respond to your kick <laughs> and I will feel the walls and just see if they're see if they're all actually walls or if there might be a hidden door uh, roll me uh, investigate check uh oh I'm bad at these uh, how do I roll this oh yeah oh I got a 14 All right. Uh, yeah, you're not able to find any secret doors. Okay. Um, and is there a window in this place, in the, in this room as well? Uh, yeah. Okay. I will um, <clears throat> open it up and stick my head out and look kind of in both directions along the building just to see if the kind of the number of windows and things all line up. Seems to. Okay. All right. Well, then I will leave this room. Stairs? How many more doors are there? Uh, there's just the, just, the, just the stairs that go up. Oh, okay. Stairs. Stairs. You leave the way. Tip tap, tip tap. Um, yeah. uh, you actually, as you're going up, you see, like, not illusionarily hit, just some, like, a handful of nails and like a couple of them are like there's like one or two but it looks like maybe they kind of started on it and gave up uh, avoid the sad nails I will tap them down wait should this house have a third floor yes based on what yeah. we've seen okay oh. I think we all follow Brindley Mm -hmm. Come in, Mario. 
right, you get up upstairs and uh, you get to the landing and it, there's like just like a little uh, little like common area and then there are six doors off to the sides. It looks like bedrooms. Hmm. One at a time? We'd tap out the uh, common area and make sure it's all real. Yeah, I tap out and then I wrap to one of the doors. And then which way do you want to go? Left or right? I went up to the left. First one to the left. All right, so everyone's going to the same door? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to like push it open and just kind of step to the side. You push the door open and then step to the side, outside the door or inside the door? Um, outside the door. Like in case he's trying to like shoot a fireball or something at us with this, when the door opens, we're going to like... Uh, you open, open the door and you see like a dusty bedroom, uh, like a four post canopy bed, cobwebs, there's like a foot locker at the end of it. Um, like, uh, what do you call it? Um, play, like one of those closets that you put your stuff in. Armoire. A wardrobe? A wardrobe or an armoire, yeah. Uh, windows. Kind of, you can kind of see the eaves of the house and the. What's in the footlocker? What's that? What's in the footlocker? Alright, you go, you go into the room, tap your way in? Yeah. Alright. Uh, the footlocker, uh, you open the latch on it. How quickly do you open it? Not super quickly. Slowly. Slowly creak it open. Yeah. Uh, and like, just some like, dead moths kind of fall out. Yeah. You just see a bunch of like, eaten, tattered cloaks and blankets. Gross. I'm gonna do what they did and try to like hit everything in the room and see if it squeaks. What are the other three of you doing while she does that? I am watching to make sure that no one comes out of the other rooms. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I would probably help her on kicking things. I'll go to the next door. <clears throat> I opened the wardrobe too. One sec. All right. So when you're going to the next door, mm-hmm. you open it. Sure. Open it up. A similar setup. What do you do? I'll tap the room out and uh, open the, I guess, open the armoire and then the... All right. Okay. So you're searching the room. Yeah. All right. So Nephthys and Brindley, you're searching your room and uh, 88, you're keeping an eye on the other doors. All right, uh, 88, you notice that one of the doors across from you is slowly starting to open on its own. Do I see anyone behind it as it opens? Uh, Roll me perception check. Oh, that was very poor. A nine. You do not. (laughs) I will throw a hand axe at the door. (laughs) Uh, Roll me an attack. Ooh, that's much better. That's a natural 19 plus stuff. Uh, right, so, so 23. So the hand axe fl- flies across the room and like slams into the door, like embedding itself. The door flies open. Everyone else probably hears a bang. Yeah. yeah. You don't see anything. I scamper over. What was that? Yeah. I'll rush out into the common area. That door started to open on its own, so I threw an axe at it. Your plan. Reasonable reaction. Should we go check out that door? By all means, I will stay here to make sure no one gets past us. 
So you're at the top of the stairs then? Awesome. All right, who's going over first? I'll tip the cap over. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll be right behind just in case she gets attacked. Just a moment here. My keyboard's freaking out. Give me just a second, sorry. No worries. It's weird. Okay, it seems to be fixed. Make me a wisdom save, Bradley. Uh, well, at least I'm supposed to be good at that. I'm going to use my inspiration because that was a nat one. <laughs> oh, where's your sense of adventure? Uh, dirty 20. Okay. Alright, um, Brindley, what is it that scares you the most? Because uh -oh. you see it in front of you right now. I would like to know what it is uh -oh. you see. <laughs> The realization that she's not a human. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hard. I never thought of that. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like a long-limbed, more grotesque form of Brindley. Ooh. Uh... Here's, uh, so you see um, your mom and your dad, uh, okay. both both clearly dead, but reanimated. Uh, and they're holding a baby that you recognize as yourself, which also appears to be dead. Uh, and they start shambling towards you. Um, I scream. What do you do? I get like the girliest scream. Kind of like freezer. All right. Make me yeah. another wisdom saving throw. Um, nice. Uh, twenty-three. Wow. All right. You uh, you save and don't take any damage as you realize it's just this crazy illusion. You jerk. <laughs> what did the rest of you react? She just started screaming. What is wrong, Brindley? What do you see? Uh, like zombie parents. Yeah. Listen, what the hell's going on? Well, we found him, I think. We just have to find him, find him. You hear a voice um, from downstairs that say, you haven't found shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to pass Dang it. No, I'm not. Never mind. I'm going to run forward and the the door in the far end is open. The one that Brindley is standing inside of? Yes. Um, oh, she got all the way past, all the way through the common area to that room? Yeah. 
No, yeah, we're in the room, oh. right? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, never mind. I was going to do something dramatic and stupid, but it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> so do something else dramatic and stupid. Yeah, I will just uh, run in, run around the room, like kind of smacking everything, just to, just <laughs> as fast as I can. Um, Which, because uh, your Wii is actually not that fast, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's I, my, my speed is still thirty feet. And this is in the. This is in the room that Bridley's in? Yeah. Right. 88, make me a perception check. Oh, come on, D20. Uh, uh, 11. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Um, so you finish smacking all the things, Gwen? <laughs> And I come, I come back out into, I come back out into the common area and just say, "88, you see anything? We, there's nothing in this room." I haven't seen anything come out. Oh, okay. Um. I don't want to hurt my compatriots. Is the problem? You don't want to uh, hurt your what? My compatriots. Oh. All my area so, spells are currently let's bad. just get let's just check in folks are. Common room, stairs in the center, eighty eights blocking the stairs. Yes. Uh Brindley and uh Gwyn are in the room where she saw her dead folks. Nithis, where are you? I'm just outside that room. Okay. Watching Gwen run around in circles. Alright, so what do you what do you all do? Um, I guess I turn around and open the next door. I'm gonna yeah. stand in. I'm gonna stand in the middle of the room and shoot Hampton. arrows at all of the other doors. <laughs> all right, the arrows la firmly like latch into the doors. Okay. Why? I don't know. See if any of them were illusory. Okay. How many doors are up here? Six? Six. Okay. Yeah, of which three have opened. Of which we've opened three, right. Hey, did the next door open? What's that? Is the next door to the next room open? Right, you open the door, you see a similar bedroom. I tip tap around and kind of nudge things up under beds into armoires. I mean, ah, I'm trying not to use player knowledge versus character knowledge. What's your player knowledge? That My player knowledge is that 88 failed his fucking save. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but my character knows that that door opened, and now we can't find anything. So would my character... Like, I think I... I mean, somebody could all, always magic hand from somewhere else to make one door open, you know? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't mean that somebody was in there. Ugh. Wish I had my I fairy fire. I'll just quickly open up the other two doors. Just throw them open. And I'll go around and close the. Once I'm done shooting arrows, I'll close the other doors. 
the ones we already opened. Why don't we keep them open? Because that way we can, I don't know, we've already searched them. Yeah, and I guess if he's in there and needs to leave, then he have to reopen them. Yeah. So that, that works. So is there anything in those other two bedrooms? Uh, just the same stuff. Uh, um, we can set the fake place on fire. <laughs> just set the whole fucking manor on fire. Just smoke him out. Yeah. Not opposed. Um, well, I, I would say let's go back downstairs then. Because we've searched the everything. Basement. Yeah, sure. Um, does anyone does anyone have like a hammer and nails? No. Yeah. Why? You you saw a pair. Of, you saw exactly that on the stairwell coming up. Nails, yeah. Oh, that's right. And <clears throat> a hammer. So I will go down and get hammer and nails. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just gonna try to nail all these doors shut. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead on downstairs. Okay, so uh, 88, you let Nithis past? Yeah. Roll me a uh, perception check, Nithis. Yes, that's not too bad. And perception? Mm-hmm. Oh, I do not have perception. Uh, 16, unfortunately. 16 is a great roll. I don't know what you're worried about. Yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not 20th level anymore. <laughs> uh, as you're coming down the stairs, um, like you think you hear something, so you stop. And then like you hear like another footstep on the stair behind you that stops like just a half a second after you do. I cast. I'm so glad I get to fucking cast this spell. I've been waiting this whole session so far. <laughs> okay. Uh, because 88 is pretty close behind me, right? He's at the top of the stairs, yeah. Okay. This spell has a five-foot range. I cast Thunderclap, and mm-hmm. it can be heard up to 100 feet away, uh, but it affects anyone within a five-foot radius of me with a con 14. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, this... this Invisible invisibility fading halfling comes shooting out of the hallway like a cork out of a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and what happens on a failed save? Uh, one d six damage. All right. Roll a d six damage. Ah, uh, three. I don't add anything to that, right? No, I don't. Uh, you hear something say, "Ah, fuck!" I grab it. If I have my, if I haven't wasted Let's my. Let's roll for initiative. Sure. Yeah, that's what I wanted hey. to hear. Hey. Ooh. <laughs> Natural twenty for a total of twenty. Oh wow! Because nice. I've got shit for decks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Brindley. Uh, ten. Memphis. Twenty. D- uh, dirty twenty. Win. 22. All right, Gwen, uh, you're up first. Um, 
I'm assuming this is are you alerting folks? Well, yeah. Thunderclap would have done it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody heard. You're a thunderclap from the stairwell. I will, I will uh, run to the stairwell and. All right. You look down and you see uh, Nithis uh, with her hand, hand kind of lowering her thunderclap hand from like. There's nothing run, between the two of you. I will run up to her and say, "Oh my God, what's going on?" About five feet away from her, you run into something. I'll I'll see if I can grab it. Grab it. All right. Um, with uh, when you're targeting um, an invisibility square, I believe you have a fifty percent mischance. Let me just double check that. <laughs> Don't you just roll at disadvantage? Maybe not. Maybe it's different if you know where they are. Um, oh, it's just no. It's just disadvantage. Yeah, it's a roll disadvantage. Okay. How do I do that with this thing? Um, athletics. Roll it twice. Oh, athletics. Yep. Okay. Uh, oh, that's pretty bad. And oh, that was good, but uh, five. Oh, no. Uh, he gets the counter with uh, his choice of athletics or acrobatics, and he gets a higher than five. So. <laughs> <laughs> Slips out of your grasp. He would. He would have to. Oh my God! He's right here. You hear the voice downstairs say, "No, I'm down here." Oh my God! <laughs> right here. <laughs> All right, eighty-eight. Uh, wouldn't Nithis be first? She has better decks. No, you rolled a nat twenty. I rolled a nineteen. Okay. Right? However, we're doing this. Sure. Uh, I will turn. And seeing that... Well, when... actually, it's whatever order you want to go in. So if you'd rather Nithis go first, it's up to you. I'm fine either way. Okay. Just gonna throw uh, see Gwyn trying to grab something invisible in that space. I will cast Guiding Bolt at that space. Roll an attack with disadvantage. That's not great. Uh... Fuck, I rolled a 10 and a natural 20. So a total of 14 to hit. 14 to hit. Uh, will fail. Seems to be kind of deflected by like a magical, almost major armory sort of shimmer. <laughs> uh, does that shimmer give me a, an exact idea of where he's standing in his square? Not enough to get rid of your disadvantage, but you mean okay. you know where he is. Okay. Well, then I'm going to cast um, Shatter, which is a con save again. And I want to make sure that the radius doesn't um, catch Gwen and 88. It's 10 foot radius. Can I do that? So it'll catch yourself, right? That's fine. I mean, it sucks, but hopefully this works. Because invisibility is a concentration spell, right? Um, so, even if I don't hurt him bad. Let me, I don't believe it is. Let me look now. Yeah, it is, I think. Oh, sure it is. Sure it is. Yeah. So, hold on, he has to roll for the... Con 14. Uh, so, oh. he, he's succeeded in his concentration check for the other damage he took. Uh... Well, natural 12, but his con is zero, so he fails. 
You need to also roll a con save for yourself. Hold on a second. Why is this not? Sorry, one second. There it is. Okay. Uh, con save for myself. Not mm-hmm. bad. Um, 3d8. God, I cannot keep that in my head to save my fucking life right now. Um, 20. So you'll take half damage. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm slow. I didn't want to put them out on the desk because the cats just scatter them all throughout the fucking apartment. Okay. Um. 13? 8 plus 5 is 13? Okay, so he takes 13. I might also take 13. You know how I said it was really cool in my house when we started? It is hot as fuck right now. (laughs) Alright, so he uh, turns visible if he failed his concentration check. What's half of 13? Would it be 6 or 7? 6. Uh, if oh, yeah. he's visible now, I will... Yeah, you just see this uh, this surprisingly young-looking halfling wearing, like, uh, kind of, like, stylish, form-fitting, like, attire. Uh, okay. He's got a... He's got a black hair with, like, a white streak in it, and it's, like, slicked back. Uh, and he is surprisingly handsome. <laughs> um, I will uh, use two sorcery points so that I can cast a spell as a bonus action. It has to be a cantrip. And I am going to say to him, you can get on your knees and surround now, or surrender now, or we can continue this fight. And I guess he can't really respond until his turn, can he? Not really. And I can't hold a bonus action? Um, No. Okay, I'll reach out and uh, use Shocking Grasp. Excellent. Right. Ooh, <laughs> I got so lucky. It was on a three and it tilted to a 19. <laughs> All right, that, that will hit. <laughs> yeah, 19 plus six. Uh, so that's 1d8 lightning damage. That is five. And he cannot take reactions until the start of his next turn. All right, that's a friendly. Alright, so you did say that though, right? Hold yes. him to just turn over. Okay. Um, then I'm not going to attack, but I'm going to cast a spell and um, to the like right of um, the guy. And what do you mean to the right of him? It's he's like he's in like a single file stairwell. Oh, it's a single. I thought maybe there was like two spaces. It's a spiral staircase, right? Uh, no, it's just a straight-up staircase. Oh, sorry. Is there an empty space near him? Uh, so it's it's currently Mythos, him, Gwen, 88. Okay, so behind Mythos, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to conjure a spirit that takes the form of a large bull alligator and just have it open its mouth really wide behind her. That no. <laughs> Is this a real thing that you've conjured, or is it just an illusion? Summon bestial spirit. Oh, cool. So it can attack, but... Nice. It's just waiting. It, and it's going to wait, and it's... It takes its turn on my turn. Okay. Cool. Alright, uh, anything else you're doing? 
Must be like we're waiting. He says, um, hmm. Yeah, let me consider your offer. Um, and then he, he puts both of his hands up and I need uh, all three of you that are further up the stairs from him to make me uh, constitution saving throws. Not you. So not you, everyone but Nithis. Oh, okay. Because you're further down the stairs. Oh, okay. Mm, not bad. Ooh, that was really good. Uh, 24. Nope. 15. Six. All right. Uh, when you'll take the full brunt of it, which I guess makes sense because you're right in front of him. The other two yeah. will take half damage. Guys, as, I've missed combat so much. Yeah. <laughs> as this um, just blast of winter chill uh, rocks all of you. This cone of cold, one might say. Oh, no. Oh, that's a lot, actually, isn't it? That's a really high level. Oh, what? I, was, I wasn't worried about this tile, but now I am! Shite. Why weren't you worried about him? I just, he looks like a little baby. <laughs> you All right. your level three. Um. <clears throat> oh. All right, so Gwen, uh, you'll take 34 points of damage. Oh. Uh, the rest of you will take 17. I am unconscious. Son of a bitch. Um, he's going to look at you two, Brindley and 88. Uh, and he just is like, I'm very impressed. Uh, he says, normally that does it. Uh, and he is going to just kind of take a, he's just going to stand where he's at because he doesn't want to provoke an attack from Nithis. So I'm like, please take a step, please. Um, he says, uh, oh, don't worry, I've got something that'll take care of you next turn. You should have taken my offer. What's up, Quinn? Make me a death save. Holy shitballs. Um, Aren't you glad I made you three character pages in your book? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to see how to do it. Well, never mind. You just roll a d20 straight up or down. Uh, 12. Okay. That's one success. Cool. 88. Um, <laughs> I am going to... Oh, I'm going to gamble, and I am going to... A DM always loves hearing a player. <laughs> yeah. uh, as, the, as the holy symbol embedded in my chest flares with bright red light, uh, I hold out a hand towards him and say, Halt! Echoes with divine power as I cast command. He needs to make a DC 12 wisdom save. Okay. That's a reasonable uh, shot. Uh, he rolled a natural 15, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. It's a low DC, that's why I wasn't sure it would work. Um, but as a bonus action, I am going to use Second Wind. Mm -hmm. 
and get where's my d10? Uh, seven hit points back. Okay. You're gonna action surge too. I do have action surge. I'm going to use action surge. <laughs> and is it possible to step over Gwyn without smushing him? <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. So. I will do that, and I will uh, use action surge to make uh, an attack with my. Uh, double-bladed motherfucker. Um, double-bladed motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, only a 14 to hit, which I think misses. A 14 will miss. Then that's it. My turn's done. Do you want to make your second attack as a bonus action? I already used my bonus action to second wind. Oh, right, right, right. All right. Uh, Nithis, you're up. Okay. Um... I'm going to go ahead and risk it and attack him with Chromatic Orb as a second level spell. Please don't fuck it up. God damn it. Also, disadvantage because he's within five feet. Oh, what? If you're doing a ranged attack in melee range, it's a disadvantage. Oh, a spell's considered a ranged attack? Mm -hmm. It's a ranged spell. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. Can I change my mind? Sure. Okay. Um, in that case, Yep, I will use Mind Thrust, which sounds really gross, but here we are. <laughs> he needs to make an intelligence save of 14. Intelligence, he said. Yes. Yeah, this goes. Uh, 17 total. Oh, son of a bitch. All right, well, he does take half damage from 3d6. Um, seven points of damage. Okay, that's the halved nice. version. No, that's all the damage it does. Seven, so then it would be halved. I'm sorry. So three, three points. Mm -hmm. He's blooded. Well, that's good to hear, because damn. Um, <laughs> and then I, that's all I can do. You know what? I will um, I will make the wind gust towards his, his back as strongly as I can. And in mm -hmm. his head, I'll just scream, or not scream, I'll just shout, Surrender! Scarily as I can. So I don't have to use an action to, for that. The action would be giving him a chance to respond. Um, <clears throat> what's up, Brindley? Alright, I'm going to kind of lean around and be like, uh, Mr. Chomps, if he gets past Nithis, go ahead and bite his head off. <laughs> and Mr. I'm going Chomps. to bonus action, um, cast a Lele on my staff, and then um, I am going to... Good old one-shot Brindley here. Just thunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to use um, Bomb of the Summer Court and give five points to Gwen. Yay. Anything else? No, I'm... No. Um, he, Mr. Chomps is going to hold his action. Just standing there with his mouth open. Getting ready to bite his head off. Alright, puts up his turn. Um, 
I need um, the three of you that are above him to make me a wisdom saving throw. I'm going to use my inspiration on that. Ooh, that's better. Uh, natural 20 plus 2. Okay. What's that? 15. Okay. 16. You all succeed. Hey! Uh, he just cast fear. Uh, so he, you just feel him trying to like root around in your brain for something scary, but he's unable to find a purchase. Booga 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 booga. Um, and uh, he just says. Oh, gods, you're annoying. Just why don't you run away or die or something? No. <laughs> he says, I'll have to, you know, just try another one of those cold cones again. <clears throat> just turn the small one into an ice cube. Quinn? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm what, prone in front of him? Yeah. Okay. Um, so if I stand up and then disengage... If you, stay, you have to crawl behind um, 88. 88 to stand up, because you're technically in 88 square. Okay. Can I say that uh, I took a step back after? Sure. Like, I stepped over him to attack and then stepped back to my own space. So I guess the, my question is, so can I get a, up the stairs and into the into the room? Yeah, you provoke, but... With, you well, without, without provoking. So you, you can disengage and move. Yeah. So that's what I'll that's what I'll do. I'll disengage and move. Um, and then I have a spell that I have a spell that's a bonus action. Can I still cast that? Yeah. Well, it says okay. It says casting time one bonus action. Yeah. Does that that means it's a bonus action? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will say. <clears throat> now now that I'm safely in the room. I will say, oh, come on, short stuff. You can do better than that. And uh, cast Compelled Duel at him. So um, he has to make a Wisdom 12 saving throw. And if he fails, there's a bunch of stuff. So just let me know. Uh, eight total. Oh, all right. Hey. Um, that's That's awesome. On a failed save, the creature is drawn to me, compelled by the divine demand. Um, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures other than me and must make a wisdom saving throw each time it attempts to move to a space that is more than 30 feet away from me. Um, and then it, the spell ends if I attack anyone else. Um, or if a creature friendly to me damages the target or casts a harmful spell on it. So apparently that's not as good a... Well, I mean, if he moves and we all get a a reaction, that may be enough. (laughs) Just to pound on him. Okay. Um, And you're just standing at the top of the stairs looking at him? Yeah. I, I, I I have dared him to come after me. All right, idiot. Give him a good taunting. I did. A good taunting. Um, balls. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do then. 
<laughs> Could you hold an action? Hold an I action for when when goes unconscious in five points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just for when he moves away from you. When yeah, when, when he moves or oh, attacks me. <laughs> that's a question, Chris. If if you hold an action and he moves, do you get both your action and your reaction? It's your reaction to trigger the held action. Yeah. Oh. Bummer. Okay. Makes sense. Alright, so, uh, what you doing, idiot? I guess, if, if I understand what Gwyn has done in casting the spell, I will hold my attack action until Bill? he goes up the stairs past me. Get him trapped up there. I like it. Okay. Uh, Nethys? Um, I will do the same. Yeah, I'll hold my action until he moves up into the room. Friendly? Um, I'm going to cast another quick healing word on Gwen. Uh, that's seven points. Yay. His turn. He says, uh, oh, you want to fight, huh? Uh, he casts Shadow Blade. A blade of black energy appears in his hand, and he walks up the stairs towards you. Uh, when he gets to the top of the stairs, he's going to make an attack with the Shadow Blade. Stab him in the back. <laughs> you stab Is him my... in the back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, our reactions, do they activate? Uh, depend- you, what, what did you hold your, what'd you hold your action for? For him said, moving he... up the stairs? Yeah, when he walks up yeah. past me. All right, so both of you get your actions. No, I don't. I miss. Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to... Um, he's he's more than five feet away from me now, right? Yes. Okay, I will also attempt to cast a targeted spell. Uh, 15. That'll hit. Oh, hey, fuck yeah. Uh, that's 3d8. Oh, <laughs> 21 points of damage. What? Oh, wow. Three he sevens is, on that. He is brutalized. Holy uh, shit. So that's also, slam- it was damage. thunder damage. And what, what was what, 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 what spells this? Uh, chromatic orb, thunder damage. So this, this orb just explodes and the, the, sound, the sound of the damage just rattles him and shakes him out of it, of his compelled duel. Uh, <laughs> But he looks at the shadow blade, and he looks at Gwen, and he just says, waste not, what not, and he just stabs it. Does you. he lose concentration on the shadow blade? Oh, that is a good question. It is question. a concentration spell, yeah. Yeah, let me check. So that was 21, so you need to make a... Was it a DC 20 10. concentration? Or 10? It's half the damage or 10, whichever is higher. Right. Uh, he rolled a 12. So. Oh, damn. Uh, he goes to plunge it into you, Gwen. Hey. Uh, he got a 21 total. Oh, oh yeah. No. That, that works. We'll avenge you. <laughs> I'd rather be alive. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you take 17 points of psychic damage. Holy fuck. And I'm out again. 
Flashbacks. Flash flash he, he turns and kind of points at the friendly uh, and the uh, idiot. Gwen, make me a death save. Oh, no. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, 11. All right, one success. Ooh. 88. I will come up the stairs after him and attempt to actually hit him this time. All right. Aim and high. <laughs> I miss. Bonus action. Uh, eighteen. That'll hit. Yay! I at least hit with something. So he parries the he parries the top part of the scimitar, but he's not expecting the bottom half. No one expects the bottom. Uh, six six points of slashing damage. All right, how do you want to do it? Yay! He is down to two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, top end he parries. I bring the the back end around and just cut him right across the face. Uh, and uh, he just as he falls, he says, "I was so pretty." <laughs> <laughs> All right, he falls. He falls over. Um, uh, I will, Oh, oh. Go, go ahead. Oh, right, we're in still an initiative. Never mind. Nithis. That was all I could do on my turn. I think Caitlin's yelling at cats. I'm sorry. It's really hot in here. I was talking to Alexa. I apologize. What's going on? It's your, your turn. Oh, uh, is he not dead? Is he's he dead. unconscious? Um, no, he's unconscious. Bleeding out. Okay. Um... Well, can I um, get out ropes and tie him up and do a medicine check so he doesn't die immediately? You can so do one or the other. Can I, mean, I kneel on his back and do the medicine check? If you stabilize him, it, it won't wake him up. It'll yeah, he'll be unconscious still. Oh, okay. I'll just stabilize him then. All right. I think it's a DC 10. I think this is like the first time in like five years of us playing that we've never actually done a medicine check. <laughs> right? I, I roll for a roll of d twenty four, right? That's your medicine. It's your medical Plus medicine. Your medicine. Oh yeah. right. Oh oh no! I may kill him instead, guys. Oops! I didn't mean to. Uh, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> He's bleeding from um, the face, so you want to fasten the tourniquet as tight around his neck as possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's only a six. Uh, you're unable to stabilize him. Yeah. All right, uh, Brindley. Um, can I tie him up and gad him part of the tie-up? And, and then bonus action healing word? Yeah. Nice. Okay, I'm going to do that then. You're going to give him a healing word and not Gwen? <laughs> Yeah, still dying. <laughs> well, I'm, it's my turn to. Yeah, I did. I said it. <laughs> uh, how many hit points do you give him back? Um, can I like purposefully give him like one hit point? No. <laughs> six. Oh damn, that's so many. Six. Uh, make me a death save, Gwen. <laughs> 
As long as you don't roll a natural one, even if you do, you're still not gonna die, right? Oh, okay. I got it. I got a two. All right, that's one failure. <laughs> Eighty-eight. I, I will attempt to stabilize Gwyn. Hold me a medicine check. <laughs> All right, that's a twelve. Enough. Damn. Enough for now. What does enough. it need to be? I think it's a DC ten. DC ten, yeah, I think so. So, oh, so, so am I stabilized? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. But if I said not enough. I know. No. I thought you said no. I was like, what no, I said that's enough. That's enough. Oh. So we'll pick up Gwyn and the halfling and carry them both downstairs. Cool. There's an alligator on the stairs. <laughs> Is the alligator friendly? He's friendly to the people who are friendly to me. I will step over the alligator. <laughs> he lets you. I just wanted to let you know there's a giant alligator there. Uh, we'll follow him out, and um, as we do, I pet Mr. Chomps on the nose and say thank you and dismiss him. Thank you. All right. I'll follow as well. Uh, so you, uh, you uh, head back through the house, minding the traps. Uh, make it back out to the front lawn where is the specter still in the living room? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, a lot of the other illusions are there. So uh, then you are taken outside where you hear some clapping and hooting and hollering from the guard, and then some kind of like muffled screams as they see this bull alligator come out behind the rest of the <laughs> Oh no, I dismissed them. Dismissed them. I... Oh. oh. <laughs> It'd be great if you hadn't, though. I like it. <laughs> I, I will give. Uh, what was his name? Tormund. Tobin. Tomond. Tomond. I will give Tomond over to the guard captain. Jessica is standing there. She says, "Good work ferreting him out." She says, "What was it like in there?" There were many illusions. I fell through one of them and got stabbed. See, and I show her the hole in my arm. <laughs> she says, That's... I love it. Well, good work, not dying. Uh, she says, uh, <clears throat> Many of the illusions down. are still present. You should be careful if you go in. And she says, kind yes. Of a pain in the butt. We'll have to get a master wizard, maybe, or maybe we'll just burn it down. I don't know. We thought about that. <laughs> she says, but that's a city problem to deal with. She says, that's, that's for the mayor to take care of, not for... Not for you to worry about. Come on down with me to the constabulary. She says, and I'll make sure you get your reward. Nice. I carry Gwyn very carefully. I follow. No, none of you heal him? No, I, 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 use my last, I use my ball of the summer court <laughs> to heal him. I, don't I forgot he was unconscious and wasn't actually healed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would have done it. <laughs> I forgot he was only stabilized. Can't you make like good berries or something? Don't you, Druid? Um, <laughs> that's two points. And <laughs> that makes him conscious. Yeah. I put him down. <laughs> Unless I mean, you want me to you carry you. When you awaken to the taste of raspberries in your mouth or you know, <laughs> schnozberries or something, though. He's gonna he's gonna <laughs> stub his toe and pass out again. No, it's the bubble of the summer court, so it's like you feel like sunlight on you. 
and smell like blooming flowers and stuff, and then you come back to consciousness. Just nice. not good berry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> good berry, shove it down your throat. <laughs> Eat it. I, I look up at everyone. Did did we get him? Did it work? Did he yes. try to? Did he jump me? Yes. Yes. He stabbed you very badly. I think I can still feel some of the holes. And I climb slowly to my feet. As you look down to where you felt the blade in, uh, since it was made of psychic energy, there's actually not like a scar there. There's just uh, just sort of a, almost like a blackened mark. You can see a mark of a bad memory. <laughs> oh. So, did we get our money at least? Not yet. We are on our way to the constabulary. Okay. Um, you also have like a patch of like frostbite on your some of your scales. <laughs> I imagine I'm I'm pretty damn beat up right now. <laughs> How many yeah. hit points do you have? I have two. No, I mean uh, normally. Yeah. Uh, Thirty-two. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to pump a second level healing word into him as well. As he shows up all of his wounds. Maybe he has to feel a little bad. <laughs> oh, I rolled that shit. Um, that is seven. Oof. And I think I'm going to... I'll go ahead and... I imagine we're done fighting for the day. Hopefully. I dearly hope. I, I dearly hope, but fear not. Um, <laughs> so I'll go ahead and I'll use my entire lay on hands pool and heal myself. Okay. All right, so you all make it back to the constabulary. Um, uh, when you get in there, uh, uh, Jessica takes goes into her office and pulls out some manacles that have like uh, that be, appear to be made of lead and have like these arcane etchings into them, and clamps them on uh, uh, and clamps them on to Tamond. She says that'll prevent him from getting up to any shenanigans. Are they dimensional shackles? Not dimensional shackles. They just prevent any sort of spell casting. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> not a D and D marital aid. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they put him in a cell. Uh, and uh, she goes back to her office and comes back out with uh, four four pouches. Um, hands one to each of you. Inside each is 175 gold pieces. Yeah. Noise. So well earned, well earned. She says you've done us quite the favor today. She says you are quite the effective bunch. She says. Uh, she says. I mean, you. We've been we've been dealing with this problem for weeks. She says, and in the span of less than a day, she says you've <clears throat> taken care of it. We just saw it. All it required really was. Well. <laughs> Really well together. <laughs> what well, you said was mind manipulating enchantment magic. She says yes about that. She says, uh, please don't don't make that a habit. She says it's quite illegal. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't thinking. I'm sorry. <clears throat> so what do you think the chances are that Ailes is gonna try to kill us? She says, um Well, she Better says than zero. <laughs> We're going to keep an eye on him, she says, try to make sure he doesn't. But uh, she says, um, I mean, if, if somebody messed with your mind and got you to confess your deep, dark secrets, wouldn't you be upset? No, I have no idea what that's like. 
Sounds like foreplay to me. <laughs> One more thing. One more thing, Captain. Uh, there was a job posting to escort two clerics to Virtus' car. Mm-hmm. They are shepherding a piece of stolen uh, religious iconography that belongs to... I forget her name. Hippa. It should be returned to her. <clears throat> Do we know that for sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ailes told us. Uh, she says, well, um, we will try to find those people and recover it. Cool. Though you get the idea that Ailes may have, you know, tried to stop that. Stop that after he realized, after the spell <clears throat> wore off and he realized. Cool. All right. Well, I don't know about uh, everyone else, but I drinks? can use the rest. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's been a drinks long day. Yeah. You all have had a very busy morning slash afternoon slash evening. The sun is now setting on New Haven. Oh, it's been a long ass day. Yeah, I mean, a couple drinks and then bed sounds cool. So as we're walking out of the, you know, kind of, we've gotten out the door of the constabulary and we're kind of walking, walking down the street. I, I say, so did, um, what was in the illusionist stash? Yeah, we didn't stay to actually look. Do you guys? Yeah, also didn't search his body. Go take a look. We were surrounded by cops at that point. It's not. It's not outside of the realm of possibility that we just walked away. <laughs> yeah, we just walked away. We didn't. We didn't look around. I mean, it wasn't our house. It wasn't his house. Also, I would imagine anything he has stashed actually belongs to other people. Yeah, that True. too. Imagine the cops will go in and. Hopefully, good things to where they go on. Being good sucks. (laughs) It doesn't make you rich. (laughs) Sadly Um, true in real life, too. Right? (laughs) So, do you guys mind if we stop at the New Haven Inn and I can grab my stuff and then come stay at the Enlisty Narwhal with y'all? Yeah. I mean, it's on the way, right, Chris? Um, No, it's pretty far out of the way, but not too, I mean, it's not too far out of the way, I guess. It's, they're on the opposite ends of town from each other. Or right. Old Town. Old Town. Yeah, it's fine with me. I'm no All longer right. at death's doors. Uh, so we make that stop, and I run upstairs to get my stuff and come down to them, and we head over to Lusty Narwhal. Yep, yeah, you grab your, you uh, open your room, you grab your, like, your your monogram sit bags and you know whatever like other face my violin your violin you've your got face. monogram luggage <laughs> i do uh your face creams etc etc all my soaps soaps my scented lotions i imagine a, a pull behind a bag with a little um a little levitation spell on the on the corner of it so you, just, <laughs> you can just pull it along behind it <laughs> and that, that's that you're basically describing tensor's floating disc which is <laughs> do they still have tensor's floating disc it was one yeah. of my favorite spells from yep from back <laughs> in the day um yeah. all right so uh you head back to the, the lusty narwhal and uh get some drinks yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or uh, get some empty mugs in 88 days. Yeah. 
Um, While they're drinking, I'll pull out my uh, Azurite that I was working on and continue cutting it. I think I would have one beer and go to bed. <laughs> one beer and a meal and go to bed. I mean, being mostly dead all afternoon was stressful. Or dead for like three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> dead twice. Is a cow um, behind the bar? Yeah. I'm gonna say hi to her when I get my shandy. She nods. She says, hello. <laughs> Have a good day. She says, oh, the usual. Okay, okay. She says, uh, she says, pretty, you know, pretty busy for a moon's day. Oh, cool. Any particular reason or? Uh, she says that the weather's getting nicer. She says, uh, we'll start to get uh, more and more um, uh, the uh, people that are making their, their, you know, journeys to the, Home of Chalik. Cool. Well, thanks. It was nice talking to you. <clears throat> and I go back to Nephos in 88. Mm -hmm. right. So, 88, you work on your thing. Nephos, do you do anything? Uh, drink. <laughs> Quite a bit <laughs> of drinking. Heavily. Yeah. As, as the night goes on, she... Uh, Begins to look grumpier and grumpier. Are you There's something okay? wrong with us. No. Which one? This <laughs> 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 is just laugh the the laugh of a drunk. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Brindley, I believe you said you were from East Hill, is that correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what has brought you out here to New Haven? Adventure. Ah. Yes. I started adventuring <laughs> and I just kind of made my way over here to see what I could do. And then I met you guys and now we're all cool. Did you do anything before? Before? No. Just was at home. Um, went to school, hung around at my parents' house, hung out with Waffles. Who is Waffles? What is a it's Waffles? my dog. You named your dog after a breakfast food? <laughs> His name's Waffles. It's adorable. <laughs> That's fair. What kind of dog is Waffles? Um, he's about this big, he's like a Shetland sheepdog, but there's no Shetland in their fantasy, so I just describe a Shetland sheepdog. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fantasy Shetland sheepdog. <laughs> he's a fantasy Shetland sheepdog. He's very cute. <laughs> he can sit up on his hind legs and catch treats. What about you? Where did you come from? Originally, I was created in the uh, Academy State of Altaria. But most recently, I came from the city of Vatka in the Iron Hills. What's it like in the Iron Hills? <clears throat> it is fine. Primarily, the population is dwarves. Makes sense. What, 
What brought you to New Haven? Looking for adventure. I'm trying cool. to find something to do. Yeah, me too. That's basically why I'm here too. <laughs> what about you, Nithis? We know Gwen's here because of Chalik. I'm here because I uh, don't have a boat to be on anymore. You were a sailor. Yes. Spent a lot of time over in uh, Nishima. That is very far away. It is. Is that where you're originally from? Or? Yeah. And is that why you're adventuring? To save up enough to buy a new boat? Maybe. Was it your boat or someone else's boat? <clears throat> it was someone else's boat. What happened to it? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, fair enough. Mystery boat. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Ridley's boat. adding that to her notes. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this whiny brat. Whiny uh -uh. brat. <laughs> Gwen, did you do anything before deciding to become an adventurer? Uh, no, I just grew up. I was uh, say, mostly you just were born, right? <laughs> we, we, we tend to leave when we come to adulthood and, and we leave um, kind of the ancestral home and, and, uh, and see the world. It's, it's one way for us to find out about the world without, you know, without the shackles of the dragons, so. We, uh, we tend to go out into the world and, and bring back what information and stories and songs and, and poetry we can. Are your people shackled to dragons? No, no, we were owned by a dragon for many, many years and, and we're finally free. And, and so, so now we, you know, we're trying to, trying to build ourselves uh, the world we went, the way we want it to be. So you've seen a dragon. Oh, no. no it, it's been dead a long, long time. Many hundreds of generations of kobolds have, have died since, uh, since we were freed from the slavery of the dragon. I've seen some of the bones. How big were they? They're gigantic. Oh, I don't know why I asked you. <laughs> they're gigantic they're bigger than 88 oh wow I know you guys are shackled to a young dragon <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it was incredibly old then again you're all incredibly old so. hey <laughs> I mean it's normal for your peoples not incredibly old by comparison <laughs> I am also fairly young. How old are you? Yeah. I was activated 16 years ago. Oh. Oh. Okay. And uh, I just out of curiosity, Brinley, how old are you? Um, I just looked that up and I completely forgot. 21. <laughs> how about you? Uh, let me double check. <laughs> I think I think I know, but I just want to double check. Dang it. Chris, do you remember? Um, 
Was it 29? It was somewhere around there. I'm in my late 20s. How about we go with that? Well... For some reason, I was picturing her as being much older than that, but okay. <laughs> well, no, she's far more weathered than her age would suggest. Yeah. She does look older than her late 20s. <clears throat> I life, just life that on the and sea. I don't say it. <laughs> life on the sea is rough. Huh. So, should we just keep adventuring together, I guess, for a while? I think we're doing really well together, and I like you guys, so I'm up for it. Yeah. This arrangement is working well so far. <clears throat> we're doing pretty awesome. And I, I feel like this is meant to be. I mean, we all met in this tavern. It's crazy. It's exactly well, what the heroes of New Haven met. There was a wanted poster. Yeah, there was a wanted poster. Less fate and more advertising. And then we were good together. Like That cat is too fucking cute, Caitlin. I yeah. Know. <laughs> Just gives zero fucks about anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, good luck. Look around. Hey there. Hey there. Oh, he can't hear you because my, my computer audio isn't working. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we did really well in that horror house. <clears throat> you, idiot, and Nithis did such a good job killing that guy when Gwen distracted him by being knocked out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys are really cool. Gwen drew the aggro. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Gwen, yeah, Gwen he distracted him. Gwen drew the damage. Yeah. So I, I kited him across the room. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think that I'm er eager to eager to keep going with you guys. So where are we gonna go? I don't know. There's still muscles to take care of. Oh yeah, so we go up for like muscles. We can, we can also attempt to retrieve what's left of him. Yes. Yeah. We can also see we we've done most of the hard work already. <laughs> Well, he's had a couple days. He's probably not going to be tied up anymore. Yeah, he could still be alive. Yeah. He could be alive. He could be partially eaten. A little both. Yeah. So, do we want to go out there tomorrow morning? Sure. Sure. All right, fine. See if we I can track him down and all. I, I do feel like I need a, a nice a nice rest though. Oh yeah, I'm totally useless right now. Oh, I'm too drunk to do any sort of anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> you you know what? It's it's interesting though. You can tell she's very drunk, but she's not slurring at all. <laughs> very one of those, talking to us in our brain. One of those stealth drunks. <laughs> <laughs> Adding that 
uh, Cal uh, um, says, uh, tells U88 that you're welcome to stay in the common area and asks if you'll just keep an eye on the place while you're resting. Okay. <laughs> that is agreeable. Um, I'll stay so up until about midnight working on my Azurite and I carve it to create a cameo of Brindley in profile. Oh. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, so the, uh, you know, the local drunks stay until about one or two in the morning and then start filtering off. And by 3 a.m., uh, the bar is closed and empty. The next morning, it's the ninth of planting. That Yay. was one long ass day. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot done. It's a day of adventure. Adventure. And, and a and a beautiful woman in a green dress walks in as we're having breakfast. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! no. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, I know. All I right, so friendly. Uh, we'll start with you. Yeah. Um, you wake up. We're feeling refreshed. Nice. Uh, uh, and when you kind of stretch out and yawn, you feel something in the bed next to you. Oh, hell no. I very slowly unstretch out. <laughs> the Godfather theme plays. Uh, and when you look over, there is like, uh, it looks like a bouquet of flowers that have been wrapped and set next to you on the bed. Um, but all the flowers are dead. Oh. Uh -oh. Is there a note? There is actually a note. <laughs> Funny how that works. Made a mortal enemy. Several <laughs> <laughs> uh, It just says um, note just says Brindley, and then on the you know on the outside there's a little envelope with like a card inside of it. I open it. Uh, the note just says um. Uh, if it had just been me, we could have become associates, comma. I respect somebody with unique talents as yours, comma. However, you shouldn't have brought my daughter into it. That's all it says. Uh, I'm going to tuck that away. Reminded <laughs> <laughs> myself, you're the one who brought me over to your kid. <laughs> <laughs> I go downstairs. I get to finish getting ready, and I go downstairs for breakfast. All right. Uh, the rest of you wake up without flowers in your bed. <laughs> without any clue that that is going on. <laughs> oh, let me click my long rest button. Yeah, take a long rest. Everybody get your stuff back. Oh, I yes. Thank you for the reminder. Still, skills, 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 skills. All right, so... Uh, boots and pants and boots and pants. Uh, bartender... Uh, Puts out some morning food for you all. And uh, it is a bright new day. What do you do? Uh, as Brindley comes down, I will uh, show her the, the Azurite that I have carved. And, Brindley, this is for you. Oh my god, that's so nice of you, 88. Is it just like a, a pendant or like? Yeah, it's basically sort of a, a small ovular piece of this bright blue uh, gemstone that's been carved with a relief of your face and profile. So cool, thank you, and I give him a big hug. I'm glad that you like it. I love it. 
So any presents for Brenda this morning? <laughs> did 88 catch that? <laughs> I did, but I do not understand. And we'll not inquire further just yet. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and pull out the note. Be like, um, I got some dead flowers. Morning, I think Ailes is a little mad at me. Was we expected? True. May I read the note? Oh yeah, I pulled it out. I meant to like pull it out and pass it to you. Yes, I believe he is quite mad at you. Yeah. Note over to Nithis. Ah, uh, yeah. What? So I just think it's I really unfair because the only reason I met his kid is because he brought me to meet his kid. But because I wasn't there when she was with the kid, was I? Or no, no. I saw her braiding her hair. Because I talked to yep. her through the window. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So never mind. Um, yeah, Brinley, you, uh, maybe we shouldn't deal with Dwight and just make our exude from this town. Oh, that was our plan. Yeah, but you're about to have a criminal syndicate after your ass, so. Just Where else are we going to go? West. Everywhere. Certainly West. West? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Is oh, there damn it. I've <laughs> completely... The car and all that. Uh, Wait, East. I've I'm at East. I've completely forgotten the geography of, of Corvallis. I do, too. <laughs> Chris, do I want to go East? West, there's nothing West. Yeah. Uh, for Southwest is Crailson, East is Virtue Scar, Southeast <clears throat> is Carphalia. But in a greater sense, uh, East is like Skullport. I don't know about that, but that's the direction. Skullport? Uh, Sinport? Sinport? Sinport. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Northeast. I'm sorry. I meant to say east. Let's go. Ah, east. okay. Okay. My bad. Nithis wouldn't have made that mistake. Caitlin's just dumb. <laughs> and your handouts. You still have your handouts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I also have a map that I could have look at, looked at, but I just ran off at the map. Here we now, are. Now you know why 90% of Rangwam was the way he was. <laughs> Where in the east are you headed, Nithis? Oh, just east. I've never been there. Fair enough. I've never been west. We could check the job board and see if anything is going to take us east and then fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Works for me. I mean, Check we got the, the impression the... that Ailes had a pretty big. No, nah, Nithis is just going to make that assumption that he's a has a criminal. Yeah, she's just going to make that assumption. It's also worth noting, though, that he didn't kill her. It's true. He, he clearly was true. in her bedroom and could have killed her. Yeah, someone was in his bedroom. Her bedroom. Yeah. <clears throat> it's still real creepy. Do not like. No, make you stuff. All right, so what do you all do? Brindley's a breakfast little embarrassed. And a breakfast and because she snores really bad. And I was like, oh no, he definitely saw that. <laughs> that's what—that's her worry, is that he saw her snoring? <laughs> Part of it. 
<laughs> so do we want to, are we leaving town or are we sticking around? Let us see what is on the job board. Okay. Yeah, job board and then maybe we buy some healing potions and then go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Do some shopping. Since that makes what sense. What we do. Do you mean distracted and not choosing my spouse? <laughs> All right, so you guys go check out the job board, uh, which is actually even emptier than it was yesterday. Oh. Because uh, the uh, Night Spectre one's gone. The uh, caravan guard job is gone. The the uh, escort people, to oh, car, just... the Virtues Guard job is gone. <laughs> um, We've really made some waves, and we've been here for, what, two days? <laughs> Uh, and nothing new has been posted. The Haunted Doll one's still there. Guys. Nope. Come on. <laughs> nope. Come on. Nope. Is the Haunted no Doll No way that the, uh, ends well. Near the shops? Uh, it's, uh, it's in the uh, kind of southeastern part of town. Uh, it's oddly enough near the religious district. Uh, Sean, what, what color is Gwen? Uh, blue. Blue, all right. Kind of a bright, kind of a vivid blue. Vivid blue. Yes. Okay. Um, how close are the shopping districts? Uh, I mean, shopping districts, I mean, the old town is a shopping district, uh, Oh, okay. If you're looking for like the merchant district, like the warehouses and the smithies, that's in the southwest, so not too far. Okay. Yeah, well, um, so I'm looking for like potions and stuff. Oh yeah, you can find that pretty much anywhere on the main stretch. Okay. Can we buy just prosaic stuff without having to roleplay it? Like no. what do you mean? Who's writing that? Is it Shelton's great, 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 great? Yeah. Well, no, not I mean not the not the potions, but just like. I like some like a hammer and nails and some other stuff. Stuff like that, yeah, you don't have to worry about. Okay. You didn't brain the hammer and nails with you? I didn't think He was unconscious. <laughs> yeah. I was being carried. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Shouldn't be that hilarious, my bad. Any <laughs> up would be up for doing for some shopping. Yeah, I could do some shopping. Yeah. Yeah. There's something I wanted to buy before. Mundane adventures, go! Yay. <laughs> Yay. All right, so uh, you guys go into a potion shop called um, uh, Mr. Fixer's Elixir Mixer. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Very well done. Um, oh, oh, hey. oh! Is, is, is like the, the, the little marquee under say uh, it'll do the trick sir yes <laughs> it, it does and you get your inspiration back for that hey. um, you see uh, a uh, kind of a, a, a older um, older human man with gray hair that's kind of uh, slicked back and cut short uh, and he just says, welcome to Mr. Ficker's Elixirs and Elixir Mixer. I am Mr. Fixer. And what sort of elixir can I fix, fix you up with today? Good morning. 
Good morning. How are you? He says, good. He says, uh, new faces. He says, new newcomers to uh, New Haven? Yes. He says, uh, are you here on a religious trip or are you just visiting? Pointing when? <laughs> I'm here on my pilgrimage. I know that will come as a shock. <laughs> he says, well, we have, uh, he says, if it's liquid and magic, he says, we have it. Holy water, we got it. He says, uh, healing potions, we have it. You want to be as strong as an ox? I can do that for you. Do you want to breathe underwater? Mr. Fixer has got you. Um, a regular healing potion is 50 gold, right? That's correct. And a greater is 100 or 500? Uh, I think it was 50, 150, 500, 5,000 last time. Uh, yes, 50, 100, 500, 5,000. 5150. Okay, my brain is dumb. <laughs> um, I will take three regular size healing potions. Um, okay, he says uh, that'll be 150 gold pieces. He says, but I tell you what, if you add two more, he says, uh, I'll give you one of them for free. Oh. So it's five potions for the price of four. I will pitch ah. in for the additional potion. Cool. Sweet. He says, we're all about fixing you up with the best price possible here at Mr. Fixer's Elixir Mixer. What's the most Please. interesting thing you have here for somebody on a budget? <laughs> oh, he says the B word, our least favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says, well, he says, let me consider that and consult my inventory. <laughs> he says, what, what is your budget? He says, that will help me narrow it down. Um, like 250 gold? Oh, he says 250. He says, that does open it up a little bit. Um, Excuse me. He says, uh, any chance you're going to be t going tomb diving into the tomb of a mummy? <clears throat> I hope not. <laughs> All right, so he takes a bottle that's labeled uh, mummy, mummy Rot Antidote and puts it back away. Gross. <laughs> uh, he says, um, you sound like the type of person that would want to be friends with animals. Oh, I can do that <laughs> myself. Okay. Uh, here you go. He says, how about, wouldn't you like to breathe fire like a dragon? Not really. Fire's not really my thing. He says, um, hmm, tough customer. You know what, it's cool, but thank you so much. I would be interested in the potion that makes you strong. Oh. He says, how strong do you want to be? He says, as strong as a hill giant? Strong as a frost giant? That would depend on how much they cost. Uh, he says, well, if you'd like to be as strong as a hill giant, he says, that'll cost you 200 gold pieces. If you'd like to be as strong as a frost giant, he says, well, that would be a thousand. 
Oh my gosh, guys, they've added so many tattoos since I looked at them the first time. <laughs> what? Yeah. I will take the hill giant potion. He, he uh, wraps it up in a piece of tissue paper and ties a bow around it and hands it to you. Thank you. I give him money. Um, he, he looks back at you, Brindley. He says, well, this one might be a bit outside your price range, he says, but for he says, for 700 gold pieces, he says, and that's a deal, mind you. He says, I could let you read mine. That sounds really cool, but I don't have 700 gold pieces. Well, come back when you do. Maybe. He says, is there anything else I can do for you fine folks? Uh, is there a tattoo shop in town? Uh, he says, yeah, several. He says, yeah, it's a tourist town, so. Is there a not gross tattoo shop in your town? He says, stick to old town. He says, avoid the outskirts. He says, okay. Are you going to get another magical tattoo? I fucking am. God, there's so fucking many of them. They're so <laughs> you're, awesome. You're such a sailor. <laughs> it's, <yeah>. I know. <laughs> Do you know of any... Um, Magic shops around here. Um, it, it, point, it points like three different squares or like three different shops down the street. He says, "Yeah, okay. any one of those." He says, "But uh, he says whatever they're whatever they're selling potions for." He says, "I'll beat their price." He says, "If I'm not already." <laughs> well, good to know. He says, "Nobody undercuts Mister Fixer." Of course not. You have the coolest shop name here. I'm gonna follow Gwen to the uh, to the magic shop when he goes. Same. I'm done here. Um, Chris, how much is a rare magical item? Uh, depends on what it does. It can go anywhere from 500 to 5,000. Oh, well, I definitely don't have 500, so that answers all my questions. All right. And an uncommon one starts at what, like? 100 and goes to 500. Okay. All right, so I can only use I there's a way to filter by uncommon. There is. There is. It's under it just, rare. It always automatically sorts so that your uncommon is first, and then the rare, and then the very rare. Mm. If you go to magic items, you can collect potion or whatever, and then rarity. Oh, I see. All right. Um, well, uh, you guys, let's say you do your magic item shopping. You can do this off mic and get back to me during the week if there's anything that you want. Uh, after you guys do your shopping montage, uh, what do you do? Uh... And after, like, uh, after uh, Nithis, like, goes away for an hour and a half and comes back with like some like irritated skin. <laughs> oh my God, you want another tattoo? That's a ball. I mean, I don't know that I do yet because I don't know if I have enough money. <laughs> well, we'll say that even if you don't get a magical one, you got a mundane one. Why a, not? a mundane one. Okay. 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 I like it. Nice. <clears throat> 
I want my tattoo. I just don't know what I want. Yet. What'd you say? I said, I want a tattoo. I just don't know what I want yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was decided. Story of my life. <laughs> okay. Um, so what, so what do you do we're done with you shopping. Do your, your shopping errands, yeah. Um, what time is it? Like mid morning? Yeah, I'd say by this point it's like just after lunchtime. Well, I think we get. Shall we get food and then go look for Dwight? No, just after lunchtime. Yeah, sure. I feel like we just ate though. We didn't do a whole lot. Is it lunchtime? Yeah, it's lunchtime. Okay. All right, so you eat some lunch. Yeah. Um, as you're as you're right. as you're eating lunch, um, uh, you are approached by a minotaur that you recognize as Varad. Oh, hey, hello, Varad. Uh, and with him is um, a very pale uh, halfling woman with uh, very long black hair. It goes down to nearly her ankles. Uh, and it's kind of kept in various uh, braids of increasing complexities. Cool. Uh, Varad says, uh, oh, hello. Uh, you were all just the people I was looking for. Oh, we didn't have lunch incidents. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of breakfast, we have lunch He says, do you mind if I join you for lunch? Sure, of course. Right. Uh, he says, let me introduce you to somebody. He says, uh, he says this is um, Professor L uh, Lilian LaFleur. She extends a warm hand and greeting. Can you spell it? L-E-L-I-A-N-N -N space L-A-F-L-E-U-R. Lilian LaFleur. Uh, he says, uh, Professor Lafleur here, he says, is um, the professor of monstrology at the university. <laughs> nice. Cool. You said astrology. Monstrology. Monstrology. Okay. Cool. Uh, he says. She says. Yes. Um, Varad was uh, telling me um, that a lot of you uh, rescued one of our former students uh, from a a um, a uh, shadowed swordbounder. That is correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. She says uh, that you uh, were able to not only save Brad, but um, wound the monster and chase it off. Yeah, we did. Yes. Yes. Um, she says, uh, well, that is pretty unprecedented. She says, most people that come across them die. Uh, she says, and so we've been, we've been trying to get um, a, dead, a dead version of one, a, a corpse for study. Oh. And Varad says, yes, yeah, so we were wondering if perhaps you'd be willing to venture once more into the den of the beast. I mean, it wasn't so much the den as the side of the road. She says, yes, but it's they... It's metaphorical. Uh, yeah. yeah. She says, well, yes, but they... Uh, its den shouldn't be far from there, she says. Uh, ah. from, what, from what we can gather, they have a fairly limited uh, hunting range. Okay. Well, is there an offer of payment? He says, oh, of course, we wouldn't have you risk life and limb for nothing. He says, uh, he says, the university is prepared to offer you 100 gold pieces total for the return of a successful 
Shadowed Swordbounder corpse. And how much was the bounty on Brad? No, not 200. Brad. Uh, Dwight. 200. Was uh, Dwight dead or alive? Yes. Uh, and if we could happen to capture one alive, would that be worth more? Uh, Professor LaFleur's eyes grow wide. She says, well, of course, she says, but I mean, I don't know how you would do such a thing. It's already a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> like a terrible idea. Neither, yeah. neither do we, but you never know what the, what the day is. She, the says, day she says, if you can bring back a live specimen, she says, safely. And Varad emphasizes safely. <laughs> she says, uh, we're, we can pay you double. We and she kind of looks to Varad and he nods. He says, yes, we are willing to pay double. We turn, I'm sorry, uh, did you say double? Yeah. We turn New Haven into Isla Nublar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it 100 for a corpse? 100 for a corpse, yes. 200 for a live specimen. All right. I think this sounds agreeable. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Sounds exciting. Is there anything else from uh, uh, Professor LaFleur says, no, we, we, we definitely recommend you do not go at night or get caught there at night. She says, their, um, their fur, she says, is impervious to light, and it makes them nearly impossible to see at dark. Uh, no. She says, um, she says they often try to trick their prey with human voice or humanoid voices. Um, she says they can absorb people's speech and memories through through their blood. Yeah, we taught that. Yeah, we heard Brad. that. One. The one we fought sounded like Brad. She says, as far as we're aware, they're solitary creatures, except when they're in mating season, which we do not believe is now. It's gonna be mating season. Yeah, right. <laughs> Little you know, this shadow sword rounder is always down to fuck. <laughs> it's a litter of very sharp kittens. <laughs> <laughs> shadow dagger bounders. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so adorable. <laughs> she says, um, it's typically the, the females of the species that hunt, so uh she says, we actually have not, we're not even sure we've ever seen a male version of one. Cool. Okay. So the boys are lazy. <laughs> they exist at all. They exist at all. That's right. She says, well, thank you. Um, good luck. And uh, just stay just safe out there. The, should we just bring it to the school if we get one? Uh, she says, yes, here's the, let me write down the instructions for how to get to the um, School of Monstrology building. I have a question. She says, yes. What's your favorite monster? My favorite monster? Yeah. She says, oh, well, how does, how does one pick a favorite? Uh, she says, you know, I've always been partial. It's an oldie, but a goodie, she says. Just a good old owl bear. Part owl, part bear. She yeah, says a, a true monstrosity of nature. No, that, that's a good one. <laughs> solid, solid. 
She says, what, she says, what about you? Do you have an interest in astrology? Oh, no, I was just curious. She says, well, if you ever want to come enroll, she says. We have a two-year monstrology degree program, she says. <laughs> Associates of monstrology. <laughs> it might be a master's. Some master's degrees are two years. <laughs> There's a 30-day certificate, though. She says, I mean, she says, you know, six to eight years, and you could become a doctor of monstrology like me. Well, maybe. I'm kind of being an adventurer right now, though. But maybe when I'm done with that. She says, you would, you, she says, it's a popular degree. You won't believe how many people slide into the DMs once they start. Can we fire? The, can we fire the DM? <laughs> uh, I just checked the rules and no, no, you cannot. <laughs> I, I use my reaction to cast endure pun on myself. Mm -hmm. Oh, you love him, Sean. I know. Yeah, I was gonna say, why are I you bitching right now? I love now? him when I do him. <laughs> Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> so. Uh, they conclude their lunch, they thank you, uh, and they head back to the university. What did a lot of you do? I would suggest we wait until morning to go hunting, just to make sure we have as much daylight as possible. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, haunted doll? Haunted doll! No! Yeah. Let's go check out the haunted doll. Come on, we should, we should go at least see, like, what it looks like, and what he thinks up with it. Who knows, maybe it's like haunted by like a sad little road roast and we could like put her spirits rest. Yeah. Or maybe it's like some malevolent spirit that we're gonna have to put down. Yeah. Either way, it sounds like fun. And we got an afternoon to kill. We do. This is 100% hates this. It's a terrible plan. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Afterward, you I can will, get drunk. I could go get drunk right now. Who are you kidding? <laughs> we'll give you all the money that he pays us to take the doll. I'm not going anywhere near the doll, but I'll be in the same quadrant of the city while you look into it. <laughs> okay, Dougie. This is just playing with fire. Play with doll. find the doll advertisement. <laughs> all right, so... Um, you get through the advertisement, you get the address. Um, you uh, go to the address. Uh, and when you get there, you just see a burnt out husk of a house. Uh, and sitting in the center of it is just a porcelain doll. Do not touch that doll. Whatever <laughs> you do, do not fucking touch that doll. The doll itself is unscathed. Oh, come on. Are there other houses like next to the burnout house? Yeah. I'm no, go, you like, not, 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 not like adjacent, but like, or not like uh, attached, but yeah, like. I will go knock Nithis, on the door of one of the neighbors. Absolutely not. Nithis sees that burned down house and says, fuck that. And she starts walking to the nearest tavern. Possessed dolls. When Nithis is out of sight, uh, Gwen goes up and picks up the doll. Well, hold on. Oh again. my God, you so, psycho. So, idiots knocking on the door and you just walk over to the doll and pick it up. Yes. I was with 88 because I thought, you know, 
cascades probably interesting too. All right, so uh, we'll get to you in a so, second. So, <laughs> so Gwen's just by himself. No one's watching him. <laughs> All right, so eighty-eight. Awesome. Um, you are knocking the door. Uh, you hear some footsteps, and uh, the door opens, uh, and there's kind of a uh, uh, kind of a like heavy set, jolly looking man with uh, the with like kind of like tired looking eyes. He says. How can I help you today? Good afternoon. I was wanting to inquire about the house next door, or what is left of the house uh, next door. He says it's the shame, he says. It burnt down two days ago. Two days ago? Hmm. Well, that is very interesting. We were he says, are you here for the haunted doll? He says, take it, take it, please. Just get rid of that damn thing. He says, haunts me at night with its whispers. Were you the owner of the house that burnt down? He says, no. He says, the owners perished in the fire. Oh, I see. Uh, he says, I'm not touching the damn thing, no. He says, I've told the constabulary about it, and everybody they send just uh, leaves. What sort of does it haunt you with? Uh, he says, they're sort of dissonant. It's hard to make them out. As, he, as, I'm, as this is happening, just kind of cut to Gwen, like, okay. making his way through the rubble. Um, he says, uh, he says, they, they started um, a few months ago. Uh, he says, uh, he says I, didn't, I just thought it was, you know, night terrors at first, he says, but it turned out to be the doll. He says, drove my neighbor's mad. Do you I know where so. the doll originated from? He says, no. He says, it just showed up on their doorstep one day. And they couldn't get rid of the damn thing. Was their family the victim of any sort of tragedy before the doll appeared? He says no. He says, uh, quiet folk. Who are their names? Gwen, you've picked up the doll. What do you do with it? Uh, I think I just put it in, uh, put it in one of my... Regret your actions? And, uh, and start walking towards, uh, back towards my friends. Um, uh, suddenly he's just like, he stops what he's saying, and he's like, I, I can't hear it anymore. He says, there was this buzzing that just nonstop. I thought I'd maybe in my ears were going bad, but it just stopped. Huh. I'm going to go lay down for a nap. You have a wonderful day. Wait, what were, you, you what were your neighbor's names? Uh, he says, uh, Fred and Terry. And what do they do? They were sedentary. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, well, Fred was a blacksmith, he says, and uh, Terry kept the home up. Uh, he says, uh, Terry used to come over here for, for coffee every now and again, and we'd chat about this or that or the other. Uh, he had quite a fondness for horses. He would go out riding every other weekend. Uh, well, I'm sorry for the loss of your friend. Thank you for taking time to talk with us. He says, yes, I'm going to go lie down now. And he shuts the door. I, I turn to Brinley. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What are the chances you think he's going to die, like, right now? I don't imagine he will die, though I imagine Gwen has done something very foolish while we were not looking. Oh, geez, I didn't even think about that. And at that moment, Gwen is kind of walking up the street towards him. Hey, guys, I got the doll. Don't worry about it. 
Um, actually, you don't say that. You go to say it, but you just say, hey, guys, nothing to worry about. Yep. God damn it. What are you up to? A rat came and took the doll out while you looked. A, a, a rat came and ran up and ran off with the doll. Inside check. Looking for it. Um, Sean, roll an inside you check. Are, you are constitutionally incapable <laughs> of not doing something to lead yourself to being possessed. <laughs> <laughs> you are the only one getting into these situations. <laughs> 24 insight. He, he is telling the truth. He 100% believes what he's saying. No sign of deception at all. How big was oh. the doll? It was fairly small. It was like your child-sized doll. A big enough rat have, could could probably carry it off. Must have some huge freaking rats in this part of town. That is very strange. Yes, it's the damnedest thing you ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very unusual behavior in, in both rats and dolls. <laughs> well, I, it would seem that that, rant is, that rat is now probably very haunted. Mm-hmm. But that is not our problem. We should go find Nithis. Yeah, see what she's up to. Okay. <laughs> we go to the nearest tavern. See All right, so there. as you head to the nearest tavern, uh, when you hear a little voice just say, hello, new friend. We're going to have so much fun together. And we're going to be together forever. And ever. And ever. And ever. And that's where we'll end the session today. Son <laughs> of a bitch! Ah, uh, y'all took the haunted doll bait. Oh, we needed to at least look into the haunted doll. Curiosity well, killed the Cobalt the Gwyn. Sean. <laughs> just, it's, it's just Sean. There was just... no, no there, there was no way that, that we were getting away without that doll. We could have. This is a choice you could have not made. Yeah, I mean, you guys, if you guys just would have not investigated the doll, the doll it just would have not come up. <laughs> well, that's true. Who would we be if we didn't investigate the doll? <laughs> we also, went looking for a cat. Curiosity killed the kobold is 100% the episode time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> two, two, maybe three times. <laughs> so are we in episode three right now? Four. four. Okay, we're in episode four, and we've got a mortal enemy and an upcoming curse, right? Is doing, that about the size of it? Yeah, you guys are doing well. We're really good at this game, guys. We're really good at d d Head of the curve. <laughs> I mean, at this oh. point in the first campaign, we pissed off an ancient dragon, so... Yeah. It's us forever. Yeah. <laughs> at least, at least Ailes is not, you know, being of other, otherworldly power, as far as we know. As far as you know, who fucking knows what he is? He's actually a Rakshasa. <gasps> oh, God. Uh, you think, you see Rakshasas everywhere you look. <laughs> <laughs> you thought that private eye in the last campaign was a Rakshasa. He seemed like really like a Rakshasa. He was. Though. Yeah. He, yeah. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Super into tigers and secrets. Hmm. I was like, there's no way he's not a Rakshasa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really they really telegraph that a little bit too heavily in the in that module. But. Uh, yeah, it would be more surprising if he was, actually was not a Rakshasa. 